Sean Sanders is the founder of Revix.com, the company that brought investment made easy to the crypto market. Sean, first of all, Happy New Year to you, but it's been a great year for cryptos. I mean, you, some might call it a crazy year. Bitcoin is up more than 3% in the last 12 months. Ethereum, I think, is up even more. These really are very interesting times for cryptos. Can you break it down for us? Why are we seeing this kind of growth? Sure. Morning, Karen. So firstly, Happy New Year to you too. I hope that you have a really great year ahead and hopefully this crypto market can continue the way that it has in 2020. So in a nutshell, there's two big trends really driving the crypto market higher uh, over the last 12 months. The first is the institutional adoption in the space. So, I mean, if you look back 24 months, you would not in your wildest dreams have thought that PayPal Square MicroStrategy would be entering the space. And now you've got, I saw a report yesterday come out, 96% of European endowment funds have got exposure to Bitcoin. And that, you know, the other pension funds, the other sort of institutional money is moving into the space. A lot of family offices are now having a quick allocation, and that's bringing a lot of new capital into the market. Then in addition to that, you've sort of seen the the retail frenzy that we saw towards the end of 2017 continue. You've seen a lot of retail investors get involved in this market. You've seen crypto wallet addresses increase levels well above the 2017 levels as well. So adoption from a retail perspective has come in and increased as well. So between those two factors, I mean, you've only got $31 million, which sounds like a lot of money, but only $31 million worth of Bitcoin are coming onto the market every single day. And if you've got more than that essentially coming on from a purchasing perspective, so a greater demand, then the price is going to go higher over the long term. And that's what you're seeing in the crypto space right now. Okay, so what you're saying there is that the mining of Bitcoin, there's only $31 million coming onto the market every day, but demand is far outstripping that. And that would account for, a plus what you just mentioned, the big institutional backing that has accounted no, for this rise. Right. That's quite crazy. I mean, if Bitcoin had to reach $54,000, you have a single asset, namely Bitcoin, so not the border crypto market, but this Bitcoin would be worth a trillion dollars, and that would be roughly 10% of gold's market cap. So I think that's really the big opportunity here, and a lot of retail investors, a lot of institutional investors are seeing that, and that's why they've been allocating capital to the space. Right. Was it a good year for Revix? Are you finding that a lot of the crypto skeptics are now becoming believers, if we can call it that? I think there have been a lot of people involved in crypto for years, but there's been a second wave that's been a little bit harder to crack, that uh, they need a lot of convincing that this new asset class had durability. Are you finding that the skeptics are being won over? Yes. So it was a great year for Revix. I mean, we grew more than 10x, and the last quarter of 2020 was just out of this world. It was absolutely remarkable. And I do think you're seeing a lot of the crypto skeptics sort of turn and start following the bigger players in the space. I mean, you saw Stanley Druckmiller uh, move into the space. You've seen a few other big players, Paul Tudor Jones being another big hedge fund player, move into the space. And that's sort of the first domino to fall. When you start seeing the bigger players enter, I mean, this includes institutional names such as PayPal, Square, etc. But when they move into the space, all of a sudden, other investors feel a lot more comfortable entering the space themselves. So they're happy to move in. They're happy to have a small allocation of maybe 5 or 10% of their portfolio to crypto. And oh, they've been handsomely rewarded for doing so. I think MicroStrategy up about four and a half times from their initial uh, you know, $500 million investment which is absolutely remarkable. So, yeah, from a Revix perspective, it's been phenomenal. It's been a good year for crypto all around. I think there's a lot of institutional money, but it's finally standing up and taking notice. And we expect the, the momentum to continue into 2021. A lot of people writing into MoneyWeb have seen this huge rise in Bitcoin and other cryptos, and they think perhaps that they've missed the boat, and they're asking questions. Is it too late to get in? How do you answer that question? 
Well, the first response I generally have with that is to say, okay, let's not get ahead of ourselves. This is a volatile asset class. This is an incredibly volatile asset class. But with that volatility comes this opportunity for outsized returns. So that's sort of that's the, the disclaimer that I always put in front of that. But if you're looking at the crypto market, I mean, how in 2015 and 20. Uh, 16 and 2017 and 2018, pretty much in every single year, I had that exact feeling of being like, hell, I've missed out on crypto. This market's going way, you know, it's gone well ahead of where it was two years ago or whatnot. And you're seeing year on year 90% growth. That's sort of been a compound annual growth rate in the crypto market for the last five years. And you feel like you've missed out. But you stand here today and you've got exactly the same feeling. And that's what happens. I mean, if you think about Bitcoin, uh, 12 years ago, this was, an asset that had a one cent value, a one US cent value. And today you're sitting at what, about a thirty two to thirty five thousand dollar sort of price range. And that is remarkable growth. And if you're looking at the longer term trajectory and you're looking at the sort of the graph moving from the bottom left up to the top right, and this is an asset class you believe that is going to continue to expand and you're going to get you know greater interest from institutional players and from retail players and more is going to be done in the blockchain space, then this market's going to grow. And I think we'll be sitting here when Bitcoin is, and I mean, again, I've built a business around uh, the crypto market, so, you know, I'm definitely biased, but we'll be sitting in a position where Bitcoin is larger than gold, and you'll be looking at an asset that potentially banks are using as one of their reserve currencies. And we'll be sitting here in exactly the same position today, being like, well, look at all these great corporates entering the space. Look at MicroStrategy, look at Square, and they've entered the crypto space, and now you've got banks entering the space. And I think that's now the next evolution of where Bitcoin's going. Okay, so let's just talk about the more immediate term. What do you see for cryptos in 2021? Do you see further price appreciation? I mean, January traditionally for Bitcoin and other cryptos is a losing month, if you go back historically. So, and that's not to say that the cryptos won't grow this year. I think there's a lot of technical analysis and fundamental analysis, which points to further growth this year. But do you see that as being the case? I think we could see a further pullback from where we are. Uh, I think January is the month, generally speaking, where a lot of investors lock in profits. Uh, you've got the retail tax year end coming up as well, generally. So a lot of investors lock in profits or lock in losses, depending on where they are in the spectrum. And that causes a lot of volatility in the market, uh, traditionally and historically, that is. I think looking forward, I mean, Again, this will be a year of extreme volatility. The, one of the side effects, I suppose, of us entering the price range that we have now is that we've never been here before. And that means that you've got a lot of price discovery taking place. You've got a lot of institutional players, and that's big money. You're talking you know, at least 15 to $20 million from a single institutional player entering the space, and they've got a price target in mind, and they've got an intrinsic value as well that they're assigning to this asset. And that could be Bitcoin, that could be Ethereum, that could be one of the other cryptocurrencies out there. And that means that they're making bets, both long and short in this market. So I think it will be a volatile year for crypto, but I do think the longer-term trajectory and longer-term in this sense, you know, six to 12 months, is up and to the right. And I do believe that we will see, and I don't, I don't generally like to make, make price predictions over the short term, but I think you could see a you know, 40 or $50,000 Bitcoin before the end of 2021. Wow. Okay. Right. So to the people who are writing in and saying, yeah, how do I get involved? Uh, Do I make a start? The prices just run away from me. It's gone too far. You know, have I missed that boat? Well, what about rand cost averaging? In other words, you just, you know, habitually put in a a few thousand rand at the end of every month if you've got any spare. Is that good advice, do you think? I think that's the best advice. You you don't know more than anyone else in this market. I mean, that's sort of our philosophy at Revex as well. As we're saying, you don't even know which cryptocurrencies you should be choosing. Let, let the market choose that for you. So, you know, with us, buy the top 10 cryptocurrencies in a bundle. We'll then automatically, on a monthly basis, 
update what's included in that bundle. So we'll remove cryptocurrencies that have declined in value. We'll include cryptocurrencies that have increased in value. And that way you get exposure to the longer-term growth of the market more generally, rather than just the individual coins. You're not gambling in the same sort of sense. But yeah, I guess if you, you know, looking at momentum as being one of the indicators in the crypto space, I mean, you have entered this year on a really, really good note. And dollar cost averaging is a sensible and sort of risk-prudent approach because it means that you're not allocating all your capital up front. So you're not kind of tying the market. So right now, the market could actually be really high or it could actually be really low. And I think it's true wisdom just to say, you don't actually know. And you don't know where this market can go in the short term. So look to allocate. I mean, with us, you can get started with 500 grand. That's the minimum investment amount. Get started small. Just feel comfortable in the market. Get comfortable with the volatility. It does take a bit of time. But then every month or every three months, or however often you feel comfortable, allocate a little bit of capital into this market and get sort of used to, um, you know, the, the, the way crypto works. Because there's a lot of nuances. There's a lot of jargon. And the more you can understand that, um, the better you'll be in the long term. Yeah, I think people should understand. We've just seen in the last few days, Bitcoin dropped by more than 20% in, in the space of two days. I think Ethereum was down by nearly 25% over the same period of time. But that's nothing compared to what happened after the last bubble burst in 2017, December 2017, where Bitcoin went down 84% after that before starting a slow recovery. So it is extremely volatile, and maybe it's not for everybody. Uh, but what an exciting ride. So now you offer three different bundles for those interested in making a start in cryptos. You've got the top 10 bundle, and that spreads your investment equally over the 10 largest cryptos measured by market capitalization. Then you've got the payments bundle, which is focused on those cryptos designed to facilitate payments using cryptos. And then you've got the smart contracts bundle, which includes cryptos such as Ethereum. So just give us a rundown how those bundles performed over the last year. Oh, it's been a great year for the bundles. So Bitcoin landed up outperforming the bundles in the last month of the year. But up until uh, the 1st of December, our bundles were outperforming Bitcoin by a good 50 to 70%. And it just seemed that the Bitcoin dominance, I mean, the, the proportion of Bitcoin uh, in the crypto market relative to all the other cryptocurrencies had an all-time high of 72% in the last few weeks of December, and that landed up sort of tipping Bitcoin ahead of our bundles. But if you're looking at the performance of the likes of Ethereum, Cardano, Tron didn't necessarily have the best year last year, but some of the other alternative cryptocurrencies, they outperformed Bitcoin um, quite significantly as well. I mean, I think Ethereum at the end of uh, 2020 was up about 5x, and you know, even after the 25% pullback uh, a few days ago, it's still up about 15% in 2021. The alternative cryptos, I think, have a very good opportunity, or have a lot of room to run in 2021 as they sort of make up lost ground relative to Bitcoin. I mean, Bitcoin really has been the star performer. It's sort of the gateway drug in the crypto market. Everyone uh, first invests in Bitcoin and then starts to look at alternative cryptocurrencies. And with our bundles, I mean, I mentioned this a few moments ago, but we really do take the approach to say, we don't know if it is going to be Bitcoin that is going to be the success story. Who knows? Maybe the likes of Litecoin garners more attention. And there's also been a lot of mainstream press around Bitcoin. So there is a potential then for the likes of Bitcoin Cash or Litecoin then to maybe have a bit of ground, uh, ground gains on Bitcoin. And the return potential there then, you know, is reason enough to invest in our bundles. So yeah, overall, I mean, all the bundles, are, oh, they all performed very well. I mean, they got over 250% returns each uh, with the payment bundle breaking the 320% return barrier for 2020, which is naturally phenomenal. I mean, if you compare that to the S&P 500, that was only up about 13%. Uh, gold, I think, end of the year, uh, depends which currency you're looking at. Uh, if you're looking in dollar terms, is up about 20%. Um, so it was a good year all around the financial market, which is always a little interesting when you're looking then at the, the global economy, which hasn't necessarily performed as well. 
But yeah, overall, I think you know if you're looking at uh, investing in the crypto market, you're sort of new to the space. You don't want to go and you know, have the hassle of researching individual coins or betting on individual names. Then our bundles provide a really easy way to get exposure to the space. Yeah, I mean, it's astonishing to say to people that, uh, you know, who are looking at returns of maybe, you know, 5 or 15%, and then you say in the crypto market in Bitcoin, you know, you made more than 300% last year, and, and we don't even get terribly excited about that because it's happened before. There's a really good quote that was funny enough said uh, just a few days ago uh, on CNBC, and I'm trying to pick it up right now. So it says, uh, volatility is the price you pay for performance, and that was said by Bill Miller. Um, and I think I'll just reiterate that volatility is the price you pay for performance. Right. And it's true. I mean, volatile assets technically should have a higher return. And that is what you're seeing in the crypto space. I mean, that also means that you can have a bigger drawdown and a bigger pullback in the crypto space, which is not unlikely and is probably, you know, just part of the long-term growth trajectory of the asset class. Right. So you've got to expect the volatility if you're going to play in this market. Okay, last question. Tell us what we can expect from Revix in the coming months. Uh, we've got a lot coming out. So... I think the most immediate release will be our new investment dashboard, uh, which will be coming out in just two weeks' time. And with that comes a whole rewards program. Uh, we're going to be rewarding our customers in Bitcoin for referring customers to our platform. Or that's obviously referring other customers to the platform. So that's something we're quite excited about. We'll be launching Ethereum as a standalone investment product. Uh, product, And then in the next few months, launching a few other single cryptocurrencies as investment products and potentially, fingers crossed, and this is uh, awaiting regulation, introducing a few other themes and commodities that you could potentially invest in. So if you think about themes such as AI, biotech, 5G technology, renewable energy, medical cannabis, I mean, these are sectors and areas that are growing really quickly. And people want to get exposure to them, they just don't know how. And uh, that's sort of a at least we're focusing on. We want to be able to provide a way for people to get exposure to these areas and make it really effortless and easy for them to do so. So, yeah, that's, that's what we've got planned. We also have a mobile app uh, scheduled for the end of Q2 this year. So we've got a lot on our plate. So we're busy, busy at the moment. That was Sean Sanders, who's the founder of Revix.com.